Camp Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Massachusetts here. You ain't gonna do nothing. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Amp Radio, brought to you as ever by the Amp Radio Network. My name is Proteus. We are here tonight to do Smack My Picks Up, hashtag Smack My Picks Up for UFC 234. And just so you know, ladies and gentlemen, I am coming at you live and direct from the very frozen and can't make up its mind streets of Brantford, Ontario. As I mentioned, we are here to do UFC 234, uh, Whitaker versus Gastelum, which will be held February 10th, 2019 at the Rod Laver Arena in Melbourne, New South Wales, Australia. And of course, as ever, ladies and gentlemen, we are recording the Thursday before the show, so this is February 7th, 2019. Let's go ahead and get into it, because we've got a lot to cover this evening, and Marco is chomping at the bit to say Bobby Knuckles, so let's go ahead and get into it and bring in the first lady of Amp Radio, and if you don't know her and you don't love her, you will, because she is the life of the party. It's Pam from North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, guys. What's going on? Oh, how are you, Pammy? You're in the frozen tundra. Oh, my God. You're in the frozen tundra. It is. It was almost 80 degrees here today. Wow, it's insane. So Our weather is crazy, man. So and ha- then yeah, tomorrow it might about snow. About so. it <laughs> exactly, crazy. right? Okay. So oh let me God. break down crazy weather for you. Last week, when I call it, when we did the show, it was like minus 30 degrees. Okay? Mm-mm-mm. And then by the next Monday, it was like, Plus six degrees, and of course, this is not in Fahrenheit. This is in Celsius because I'm Canadian. And um, today, or uh, two days ago, it started ice raining, Pam. And I sent you a couple oh pictures. Oh, my God. No, and told me a couple mm-hmm. pictures, too. Ice rain, man. Ice rain. Y'all keep that shit up north. Thank you. No, we don't will try. North. We will try. But, of course, you're getting snow tomorrow, mm-hmm. so have a little taste. Anyways. Tammy, it's good to have you here for the second week in a row, and I think you're going to like the results when we get to them of last week's show. But let's go ahead and bring yeah, in yeah. the first yeah, B-boy yeah. himself. Live Bow down, y'all. From the, Bow down. <laughs> the meme streets of Danville, mm-hmm. California, where <clears throat> the streets have no names, apparently. It's Tony time. You know, Tony, if I really wanted to be the winner of Smack My Picks Up, I would. But as always, we always bow down to the first lady of Amp Radio, which is why I let her win this week. I didn't really want to win. Oh, my God. Well, I Whatever. haven't given the results yet. I, didn't, I haven't given the results yet, so we don't know if he, she won. I just said uh, she No, we do him. know. She'd be encouraged by the results. <laughs> and, Tony, I don't know that the streets in California have no names. I just kind of made that up. Well, you know, we name our our cities dumb. We name them 
in, in Spanish names like Pamela, Tony, um, Marco, <laughs> Mateo, <laughs> which is Matthew. I love it. I love it. Shout out to Matthew. Yes, yes, I love it. And let's let's talk about real quickly where it's really, really warm, uh, where this uh, particular show is coming from. Uh, they're in the summertime for Australia, so I can only imagine it's melt your face off hot. And speaking of melt your face off hot, I'm sure it's just like that down there. Deep in the heart of Texas. It's Marco from Waco, brother. Top two, maybe top three fights of this fight card are very good, but uh, uh, the rest is kind of uh, a little bit shy, though. Yeah. Man, it's kind of nubs. Yeah, kind of nubs. But, uh, Numbers. Let's, uh, wait, you didn't give us uh, Bobby Knuckles' record, man. Let's see. I did. I said 21 4 0. Why, aren't you not, why are you not listening? Oh, you got to drown my music. Oh, my sorry. So, you know what I you know uh, what I did forget though I did forget forget to give you the odds but you go ahead and give yes. your give your your spiel and then I'll go ahead and give the odds. Okay, so is uh, Kelvin Gastelum versus Pominacos? That's four. <laughs> it's only three. It's only three. I'm taking track. It's three. Okay, I'm talking four, but it's okay. Uh, All right. I'm gonna have fun with this uh, game all day. Um, dude. You know where I'm going with this. Uh, I think Kelvin Gastelum is a little bit underserved for the division. I mean, enter Chris Wyman. If if Joel Romero, an Olympic level freaking wrestler, couldn't keep Bobby Knuckles down, 
What do you think I'll get to the wheel? If Joel Romero that can freaking hit your freaking head from here until next week couldn't knock Bobby Knuckles out, then you think I'll get to the wheel. I'm not going to sell Kelby Gasol short. Uh, he's a very good boxer. He's fast. But Bobby Michaels is a little bit better striker. And uh, the wrestling is going to get canceled out because I don't think he's going to be able to take Bobby Michaels down. And, uh, I mean, we've seen uh, with the freaking uh, wrestling, def- defensive wrestling, like he's outstanding. Mind you, Bobby Knuckles beat Joel Romero twice. Once with a freaking broken, broken leg and then with a broken hand. And now he's healthy. Uh, I'm picking Bobby Knuckles, man. Now, I'm going to give uh, Gastelum the, the respect of uh, hanging out there for the whole fight because he's tough as nails. And he's going to make it an honest fight. It's not going to be an easy fight because Gastelum is elite. So I'm picking Bobby Nagos with a 48-47 unanimous decision. Bobby Nagos! All right. So we are now at 13, <laughs> 13, possibly 14 Bobby Knuckles uh, in this particular fight card from Marco from Waco, brother. Okay, I'm Sammy. <laughs> Uh, Pammy, I think, you know, uh, Marco brings up some good points here. You know, Bobby Knuckles is is uh, healthy. He's going up against Gaslam, who doesn't have a strong wrestling game. But as Marco said, has that boxing game pretty much on point. And yep. in his last fight, I do believe we saw him take it a little bit too. Um, uh, your boy, who was just on the commentary uh, last week, uh, that I wasn't really too sure. No, it's against Souza. And Bisbing was the particular fight before that. So mm-hmm. took it to Bisbing, got that KO. And then, of course, uh, against uh, Souza, got that split decision. Also fight of the night, mm-hmm. by the way. So uh, what you got going on here? Do you got uh, Bobby Knuckles like uh, Marco? Or, or are you going to go with the All other right. one? Hang on. Let me fill up my Coke here. Okay, I'm going uh, to uh, Let's be honest. Uh, it's, gonna... it's Calvin. Don't call me Kevin Gastelum. I know, right? That's what... what uh, Whitaker thought his name was Kevin the whole time he was doing the, the, the fight thing. But anyway, so I'm going to raise you a Bobby Knuckles, and I'm going to give you a Roberto Nudillos. Nudillos means uh, knuckles in Spanish. Okay, anyway. Nice. I love Boom. it. Spanish okay. word of the day. So you know what? Um, this is going to be – I think it's going to be a good fight. Uh Keep in mind, Gastelum, I know he's got like the up-and-coming, uh, what is he, on a mission for gold, from gold, for whatever. Um, great boxer <laughs> wrestling. Uh, did you know he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu? But this jiu-jitsu? is what, what I'm quite, yeah, in, in jiu-jitsu. I'm questioning his fight resume. Um, he had a split decision with Jacques Array. He beat uh, Ringless Kennedy. He did beat a post he fought at Hendrick. Um you know, he has losses to Weidman in 2017, Magni in 2015, and Woodley in 15. He's only gone five rounds one time, and that was his loss to Magni. So, like I said, I'm kind of a little bit looking at his fight resume. Now, you're going to Robert Whittaker, 20-4. and four. Um, Also, the um, Robert Whittaker is going to have a two-inch reach advantage on Gaston. But you look at Whitaker, um, karate, hapkido, boxing, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, 
He's on a nine-win streak. He, his uh, last loss was to Wonder Boy in, in 2014. He has great cardio. Um, he's creative. He's, he has a granite chin. And I, I just think talent-wise, and not to take anything from, away from Gaston, because Gaston, he's a talented little dude. But, I mean, Robert Whitaker, I mean, just, I mean, this guy has heart for days. I, I Man, this guy, I, I think he's just amazing, amazing, amazing. And I, and I was fortunate enough to see him in his last two fights. And, I mean, he's just amazing. But um, I am giving him, um, of course, I'm going with him, but I, I'm doing a fourth round TKO. I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to go all five rounds. Like I said, Gaston has only gone five rounds, and that was in 2014. And Robert Whitaker, I mean, he's gone five. What is the last two uh, with Romero went five. So, yep. and that was, I mean, like a five. That was almost like no pauses in between. I mean, that shit was 25 yep. minutes of straight fighting. So, yeah, uh, Robert was. Whitaker with the fourth uh, round TKO for me, please. Yeah, I got you down already. Um Bobby Knuckles. I promised uh, fourteen, uh, or possibly fifteen. <laughs> I uh, I promised you guys the odds after uh, I after Marco went, and I did not give them. Mm. I went straight into Pam's uh, feedback. So let's go ahead and give the odds right now. On five dimes, Robert Whitaker is the favorite and a minus two thirty five against your boy wow. Kevin. Don't call me Kevin. Kelvin, don't call me Kevin Gaslam at uh, a plus one ninety five. Uh, DJ Tony. I mean, both both Pam and Marco bring up good points. I mean, we we see that you know Robert Whitaker seems to have the heart of a champion, right? But I don't know if you're con- as concerned about Kelvin making weight as I am because we're up at 185. But those churros, though, right? You know, Proteus, I keep looking at this fight with Bobby Knuckles and Anderson Silva. Is that is that not the fight? Is, is, no, is no. that not the fight? Who the fuck Anderson is that guy? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I, I keep miss, forgetting about the the weight. It's going to be Bobby Knuckles versus Israel <laughs> and Anasaya, right? No? Sure, it could be. Isn't that why they're on the card? It could be. Well, there's, you know no, there's no alternate, right? So. Well, assuming we know of. Kelvin Gastelum makes weight, I'm going to make this boring, guys, because you guys, I mean, Marco and Pamela are right on the money. I can't pick against Bobby Knuckles, the Reaper. I can't do it, and Marco would kill me if I did. This kid's talented. I think this <laughs> I think this kid's going to be perennially hurt. I think he's going to be a DJ Tony where he's injured all the time. Did I just speak about myself in a third person? You know what? Just for that, DJ I Tony. deserve a bad drop for that. That's stupid. Never speak about yourself in a third person. But I, I think Pam and uh, and Marco are right, you guys. When I when Marco first said decision, I kind of made that face like, "Come on, you guys, decision." But on, both man. of these guys, yeah, both of these guys. What are we talking about, right? Both of these guys have gone to decisions, but I think Robert Whitaker is going to finish Kelvin in. Um, Early third, so I say uh, Marco hit it. Bobby Knuckles! Oh, in the third. 
TKO or KO. Okay, thank you. TKO. TKO, okay. KO. Yeah, TKO, KO. Got it. All right, guys, I think you guys are all um, right on the nose here. Uh, this is a very interesting fight. And of course, we've brought up the fact that Kelvin Gastelum, don't call me Kevin, is very good at, at the boxing game. And, of course, as Marco pointed out, you know, we, we the last time we saw Whitaker, he was against, you know, probably the best wrestler in MMA right now. And that wrestler was not able to take him down at all. Um. Uh, now this this is another challenge. This is a different challenge. It's going to be a boxing stand up kind of fight. I do believe. I don't. I, I don't believe that Kelvin Gastelum, as Marco pointed out, is going to try to take uh, anything to the ground. I mean, he might if he gets if he gets desperate. Um, but I think this is going to happen on the on the feet. And I do believe that Bobby Knuckles. One more time, Marco. Bobby Knuckles is going to be able to keep it on the feet and, and, and be the smarter fighter. You know, sometimes uh, Calvin Gaslam can get in, dragged into a brawl, and I think that um, Whitaker is just not going to give that to him. He's going to stay on the outside and use his uh, reach advantage, as Pam had stated, and and touch him up for, for the first little bit, you know, and, and, and really try to feel him out that way. And, of course... I do want to go ahead and, and, and point out that Whitaker is going to have an S-ton of pressure on him fighting, you know, in his home area, uh, New South Wales, of course, uh, Australia, uh, originally, of course, from New Zealand. But, you know, he really, you know, he has uh, the Australian flag, the stars tattooed on his chest. So he, he really feels like he's an Australian. And I, I, just, I just hope, guys, as we've we've talked about it, and I'm I'm the one that's going to go long on this one. I just hope that the the pressure and the 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 fact that he's the champion and he's at home doesn't get to Robert Whitaker. Of course, Kelvin Gastelum fought Michael Bisbing, you know, in Asia, kind of on this kind of same timeline or time zone ish. And I think that's going to come in, uh, you know, to affect on on Kelvin as well. And I think he tires early and. As you said, DJ Tony, as we pointed out, Calvin has some some trouble making weight, and I just hope that doesn't happen. I just hope that doesn't happen this time. I hope we get this fight because I do, I do think this is going to be a good fight. I do think it's going to be an evenly contested fight, uh, or at least you know two high level competitors going at it, and that's that's what we should be seeing on these fight cards. This is what we should be seeing uh, in the UFC period. Um, I'm going to go ahead and this is a clean a clean sweep for Bobby Knuckles on this one. Go ahead, Marco. Bobby Knuckles. And uh, I'm going to take him. I'm going to take him early though, guys. I think the feeling out process is going to come early. Uh it's going to it's going to take effect in the first and and Bobby is going to be able to to uh to get to uh Kelvin. I'm going to go ahead and take second round uh TKO KO. Just to mix it up. A quick addendum. Uh, I'm finally glad that Bobby Knuckles got wise to the idea of the nickname, and he's monetizing yeah. that by selling T-shirts with the Bobby Knuckles moniker. Now, yeah, go full force and make freaking Bruce Buffer and Andrew as Bobby Knuckles when he introduces you, and then you will complete your path to the dance fight, Bobby Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what the Empire wants. That's right. 
Um, you know, I don't know why he's trying to fight it. I mean, the Reaper, come on. Bobby Knuckles is so much better, right? Bobby Knuckles! Exactly, Mike. Okay, so uh, DJ Tony, uh, uh, again, to the middleweight division we go. Cody is saying on one garnet. I know, famous no, delay. It's okay. Famous no, delay. the music skips. Hit it! To the middleweight division we go. Number six, Israel, the last style bender, Adesanya, fighting out of Nigeria, 15-0-0 against your boy, Anderson. Uh, sorry, number 15, Anderson, the Spider Silva, fighting, of course, out of Brazil. Hazil. I don't know if that's how they say it. 34-8-0 with one no contest. Oh, what do we have to say about this one, Pammy? I mean, are we feeding Anderson Silva to the dogs here? Are we trying to, uh, you know, take take what was great about Anderson Silva and rub it on to Israel and Asanya? What you got here, Pammy? Middleweight division. All right. What you got? Co-main event. All righty. Let's break out the crazy and let me adjust my balls here because um, I'm going to blow you guys away. <laughs> okay. We've got e- Israel Adesanya, 15 and 0. All right, 15 and 0. Okay. And kickboxing, boxing. Everybody says he's the next John Jones, the next whomever, whomever, whomever. He's the next Israel Adesanya. I hate when they compare fighters to other fighters. Let's let them be themselves. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Jeez. So we have him coming up against the goat, the greatest of all time, Anderson Silva. Uh, 43 years young, uh, 34 and 8. This guy is Muay Thai boxing, jiu-jitsu, taekwondo, and how do you say it? Capoeira? Capoeira? Yeah. I'm not Capoeira, okay. yeah. Now, last win before his uh, win against Brunson for Anderson Silva was in 2012. Um, and then after it lost to Bisping, which was a questionable loss. And, you know, you had him... Back in the day, let me get over here. I mean, he was knocking people the F out. I mean, this guy was insane, Anderson Silva. Um, He's got 22 TKOs, KOTKOs for submissions. And um, I think his demise kind of came when, um, um, what's his name that broke his, uh, Weidman, when Weidman broke his leg. And then I think it kind of messed with his, um, it, it kind of messed with him, like with his head a little bit. But keeping that in mind, then you have Israel Adesanya, and he's like the new up-and-coming fighter, the new, the new god, so to speak. But if you look at his wins, he has a win against Derek Brunson, who was coming off a loss. Okay. And then he has the win against, Brad Tavares, um, who did okay. His last loss was to Robert Whitaker. Then, you know, all, all these people, he, Marvin Vittori, he's that hot Italian guy, um, coming off of a draw and then off of, coming off of a loss to um, Carlos Jr., uh, Rob Wilkinson, I don't even know who the heck that is, um, <laughs> coming off of a loss. So all these guys that he has beat, we're coming off losses, so I'm kind of like, hmm, you know, hmm. 
So, um, hmm, things that make you again, go, hmm? yeah, yeah, things. Um, he and keep in mind, he went five rounds with Tavares, which was the decision, and he went five rounds with Vittori, the hot Italian, which went to a split decision. So, <laughs> come on now. So, I, you know what, I, I'm going with Anderson Silva. I think this is going to be his swan song, and I'm picking okay. the goat with the second round TKO, KO, TKO. TKO, KOK, TKO. Okay. Yep. Um, Pammy, what, I, what I'm going to mm-hmm. ask for you to do right now is just to give us a call mm-hmm. back because you're on the team Snap, Crackle, Pop right now. And oh, uh, just okay. give us a, it's okay. I just wanted to get your pick and then get us, give us a call back and then, and then we'll refresh the line. Okay. Okay. You better answer. Well, the Tony's on the, on the ones and twos, so he'll be, he'll answer. Okay. Don't worry. All right. Bye. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Pammy. <laughs> All right, so well, Pammy's kind of giving us a call back. <laughs> well, DJ Tony, well, uh, Pam's giving us a call back, and, of course, you're running the board, so you'll be able to see when that happens. I'm going to give the odds real quickly. Uh, Israel Adesanya is a, at a minus 580, which is uh, pretty serious, I'm assuming, and uh, uh, Anderson Silva at a plus 440. Now, Pammy, going with Silva, I think, is is kind of the underdog pick, as we the odds would give us as well but hey what, um, what were the you odds got real quick on? i missed it yeah sorry i'm sorry uh, adesanya is at a minus 580 and uh wow. Silva is at a plus 440 you sound so much better pam thanks very much okay. for calling back in all right tony what you got in the co-main event brother you see have us on mute oh i think tony's on mute again this is what he did earlier on when we were talking he was on mute no like, oh, maybe i shouldn't be on mute you- I'm just testing you guys to see if you guys were paying attention. Come on. Ba-doom-boom. Ba-doom-boom. You know what? Only Marco would know this because, of course, Marco and I are the only ones that listen to the fighter and a kid. But years ago, there was oh, a, they had a take, right? Do you guys remember watching Jurassic Park when they're feeding the lamb to uh, – or it might have been a yeah, goat, goat, as a matter of fact, right? A goat goat goat. Feeding them to, exactly, to the T-Rex. I think they're feeding they're feeding the greatest of all time to the T Rex guys and it's not gonna be pretty. And you know me, Proteus, I'm always one to say somebody's O has gotta go. And fifteen and O, that's hard. Fifteen to go fifteen and O against probably the greatest fighter I've ever seen in his prime. And this is with every when everyone was on steroids. So I'm not gonna do the, the Nate drop. Everyone's on steroids. Uh, right, because Marco told me to keep the drops to a minimum tonight, but I got to be honest with you guys. I'm not looking forward to this fight. Uh, I like Anderson Silva. I know that he pretends that he doesn't speak English and that, oh, that's okay with me, but man, Izzy's going to kill him. So let's say second round TKO with some sort of uh, flying knee. So second round TKO, unfortunately, uh, Pam might be right about the swan song, but uh, Izzy, second round TKO. Okay. Me. All right. All right. I feel you. Um, listen, guys. I think I think the the, the main storyline around this fight is exactly exactly what we mentioned at the top. Exactly what everybody has been bringing up is that Anderson Silva isn't getting any younger on us, guys. He's just not. You know, at forty three years of age, 
going up against the young lion in Israel, Adesanya. And DJ Tony, we kind of had a conversation before we went live on the on the air about this fight, and, and I thought the 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 image that you put in our head uh, with the Jurassic Park thing was was awesome. Uh, that's kind of wh- where we're at, I think. But unfortunately, the nature of this business is that we cannot can no longer just promote the guys that are are the popular guys. You know, Anderson Silva, he's been all over. Uh, the embedded series, right? I mean, we see his face smiling uh, on on uh, the YouTubes as they're they're trying to uh, promote this fight. Yeah, I just guys, as Pam had said, you know, other than the recent split this or unanimous decision against Derek Bronson, you know, Anderson's been on a a skid. He's been on a losing skid, and yes, um, you know, the spider in his day was. That was exactly what we're talking about. You know, he, he dominated the, the division until he run into Chris Weidman, uh, and Chris beat him twice. And maybe that did have, uh, you know, an effect on his mental, and maybe, you know, it was the USADA program that came in. We don't know. We don't know. He might have been on some Brazilian supplements. I don't know. Oh, we're not supposed to say that. Non-on-it supplements. Sorry, DJ Tony. Um, and, of feels- course, as- <laughs> good one. Good one, Marco. And of course, you know, as as uh, we were talking about with the the questionable win against uh, loss against Bisbing, you know, Bisbing really showed out on that fight. I thought that that was a cheap shot from Anderson Silva. And you know, if you're you're willing to resort to those kind of things, maybe maybe uh, your time is coming to an end. I don't have a problem with us feeding uh, Anderson Silva to Israel Anasanya because he has exactly the same chance as everyone else has when they get into the, the octagon with a dangerous fighter like Anderson Silva. Let's not joke around. I mean, he just, you know, unanimous decision Derek Bonson, who is, you know, a surging fighter. Maybe he's not going to be a champion, but I think Israel Adesanya, if he can keep his head, Marco, I think if he can, you know, keep to his game and, and just, you know, Maybe show out a little bit and, and let Anderson show out a little bit. I think that that's that's. I mean, this there's no real uh, uh, concern that this is going to go to the ground. I don't think Marco. So I I think I'm going to take Izzy as well. I, I think that you know maybe they 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 take a couple of rounds to feel each other out, Marco. And of course, if this is only a three round fight, and I think that's good for Anderson as well. Probably also good for for uh, Israel as well at this particular point. You know, get a three round fight in. Uh, against you know one of the best of all time and, uh, and and maybe get the show out. I'm going to take him. I'm going to take Israel and Asanya. I'm going to take him in the third round, and I'm going to take him by TKO I, 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 or, or KO because either one are going to be possible, I think, in the third round. Um, hey, as this I was is, mentioning, um, three rounds? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's a co-main event. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's a okay, co-main. Okay, making sure. Uh, Marco, uh, let's throw to you. Um I know you've got something to say about this fight, and 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 we were talking earlier on. on I mean, maybe this is Anderson Silva's swan song. What do you got? So, according to everybody and their mother, this is a people's main event because there is a lot of attention paid to this uh, to this particular fight. This this is supposed to be the audition for the winner of Gastelum versus Bobby Knuckles. Uh, but uh, twenty-one. Yeah, regarding this fight, man. Yeah, the conventional wizard is that Isi Arisanya is going to win this thing. The last Jedi, the last Starbender is going to is going to beat the, the spider. But it's going to be. Uh, I'm picking Arisanya. Don't get me wrong. I think Arisanya is going to win. 
but I'm concerned about this fight because everybody yeah. thinks that it's going to be an exciting fight, but you're facing two counterpunchers, you know? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. What it makes freaking Andresiva famous is the first round, he's downloading freaking information. He's trying to see your tendencies and stuff. Well, guess what? Who does the same shit? Freaking Israel Arizona. So it's going to be a, a paralysis by analysis. So don't be surprised if this turns into a very boring fight. I'm giving the edge to Arizona because he's the quicker, um, faster guy right now. Uh, yeah. Because he's younger. And I think his reaction to Arizona is a little, a, a tiny bit better than Anderson at this point in his life. Even on his losses, <clears throat> Anderson has lost four out of his last five. But even on his losses, Anderson has been on the fight. He, 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 it's not like <clears throat> he has... He heard Daniel Cormier on a, in the USC fight on a USC 200 before Daniel took him down. Remember, Daniel did not want anything to do with Anderson Silva on the feet. Yep. Uh, Michael Bispin, he got the perfect game plan, but he was still got touched up. Uh, so let's not say Anderson Silva short. The, star is still, the guy is still dangerous on the feet. Israel Adesanya, however, is the most decorated striker Anderson Silva has ever, ever faced. Indeed. In the, in, in, the US, in the USA. He got 75 K1 fights. He was a, a perennial world champion on K1 before he came into MMA. So striking-wise, he's up to par, and I think he's a little bit better than Anderson Silva at this point. Not, not Brian Anderson Silva. At this point in time, he's a little bit better. And that's going to be the edge. I'm going to give you Israel Lissania the win. Unanimous 30-27 decision, but it's going to be closer than the freaking uh, score freaking tells you. He's going to win all the rounds, but it's, going to, it's still going to be a close fight. So give Israel Adesanya 30-27 to face the winner of Gastelum versus Bobby Knuckles. <laughs> um, so listen, I, I, I was hoping that you would bring up those stats, of course, because we know that Israel Adesanya has had a, a career previous to the UFC and, and Marco just pointed that out. Like, you know, he's a very dangerous striker and that's why he's had so much success in the UFC. All right, guys, let's throw to everyone's favorite segment of the night because we are sw- swiftly running out of time as usual. Spotlight part of the night. Marco, let's go ahead and start with you. Pickings are a little bit thin on this spotlight part of the night. Contenders, what you got going on here? Spotlight part of the night, brother. Ah, I'm gonna make it really quick. I mean, I got Teruto, one of my pitches, Ichihara, versus Kyung Ho Kang. I'm picking Teruto Ichihara, man. Come on, I, I need to, Dear I need boy. to get this guy back on a, on a, on, on a winning side. You know, he always gives you an entertaining fight. He always goes for the finish. Uh, the guy got personality, and uh, I want him to have fun with what are my bitches in Australia. So Teruto Ichihara, and uh, <laughs> second round, KKO TKO. I was hoping you were going to break up the where are my bitches as well. Perfect. See, I don't have to give Marco any cues. He just brings it up himself. Love it. All right, so uh, let me give you guys the uh, the odds real quickly on this particular fight. Uh, Ishihara is at a plus 300 and Kang at a minus 360, Marco. So your, your, your bet not looking so great with the bookies, but hey, who knows? Ken is an outstanding prospect, and uh, he sure will. But I st- understand it with my homeboy Teruto. I have faith on him. Well, you want him to get his bitches. I understand. 
All right, Pammy, so let's go to you mm-hmm. for your spotlight fight of the night, please. What you got? Groovin'. I'm going with Groovy Lando Veneta mm. versus Marcos Rosa Mariano. Oh, Got to go with my again, groovy, please. man. Uh, yeah, you like that? Marcos Rosa Mariano. Jesus. Um, groovy Lando, man, this dude is so much fun to watch. I totally dig him. And, again, I'm getting my balls ready here. I'm going with the first again? round of KO. Again? Again, I've got balls, balls man, huevos. Okay. Cojones. Yes. I'll, again, Spanish words of the day. I love it. Webbles. Yeah. Webbles. First round TKO. Let's like, like that one. Groovy. Webbles. Groovy. All right. Groovy. All right, uh, DJ Tony, uh, let's throw to you for your spotlight for the night. As I mentioned, you know, kind of slim pickings here, but I know where you're going to go for this one. Oh, my God. That's right. Hashtag. Cue the music. I'm telling you, you know I look at these other cars and I see talent where I see talent. And there's no one more talented in the women's flyweight division. Actually, there's a bunch of them. On the look side, than Montana Stewart, hashtag De La Rosa. And she will fight. Nadia Kassim, who's honestly, they should call her Nasia, Nicia Kassim, because she's not bad on the eyes either. 23 versus 23, 5-0, by the way, Proteus, for a very good kickboxer who hasn't fought in a year. I, hmm, I wonder who they're expecting to win on this one. So I'm going to give it to Montana De La Rosa via decision, and this might be Pam's bathroom break fight. Yeah, go get a At sandwich. Nine and four. Montana De La Rosa taking it. By look, I mean via decision. Right. Well, I mean, I like you said earlier on before we got on the air, it's hottie against hottie crime. But uh, I was impressed by uh, Montana's pink shirt that she wore uh, to the press conference, the interviews. Uh, yeah, I was. I I, I did enjoy that. Uh, and yes, it's going to be a very good fight. Eyes. Yeah, both very talented fighters. Listen, guys, I, I'm going to go with the the uh, third from last fight of the night. I think Hani Yaya uh, against Rick Simon is going to be a fantastic fight. Uh, Hani Yaya at number 15 against an up and comer, 10 and one. Uh, Ricky is, is is I think dangerous. You know, he's he's. Uh, Two decisions out of his last three wins in the UFC, of course, coming up against the, uh, Hani Yaya, who's no joke. You know, Hani's shown me through his career that he is very talented and he can get these things done. And, of course, also on a three-win streak himself, three-fight win streak himself, all three of submission, two of them being in the first round and one being the third, but, you know, always going to be a, a, a threat um, in that particular uh, uh, genre, but I think the young gun here, guys. I think the young gun is is the guy to keep a guy. Excuse me, he's the guy to keep an eye on. Um, if Ricky can keep it off the ground and 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 do his game and he punch uh, Hani in the face, I think he's going to be able to get get it done. I'm going to take uh, Simone. Uh, I'm going to take him. I think by in this one in this case, guys, second round. 
Ah, that feels wrong. I, I want to say submission. I want to say uh, decision. So I'm going to say decision. Fair enough. Hey. I did it. Decision. Hey, hey. Big shout out to a smiley Sam Alvick. He's riding on this car. So, you know. Yeah. Shut up, Sam Alvick. Yeah, and it just quickly, let me give you the odds, guys, because we were doing that uh, Montana De La Rosa uh, at a minus t- a 260. Uh, uh, Nadia Kazim fighting it out, out of Australia at a plus 220. Uh, Sam, Sam Alvey, plus 120 uh, against Jim Crute, maybe, at a minus 140. Sit down, young man! Crute, <laughs> um, did you say? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. And of course, Hani um, Yaya at a plus 100, and Ricky Simon coming back at us at a minus 120. Okay, guys, that brings us to the end of the hashtag Smack My Picks Up. Let's get into a little Amp Radio Rewind. Marco. Uh, no, let's yeah, let's get into the belt. We we we, we gotta know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will get into that in the Amp Radio <laughs> Rewind. Marco, do you want to go ahead and give us a little Amp Radio Rewind? Okay. Thank you very much, Marco. <laughs> Appreciate that. All right. So we are rewinding to last weekend's UFC Fight Night 144. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, I tried to downplay it a bit when Pam got excited. But Pam is the champ. Pam did a very good job last weekend, no. guys. Um not only take getting the Mar- the Marais fight correct, uh, but also going getting the Aldo fight correct as well. Um, her <clears throat> spotlight did not fight of the night did not go well, but um, that was the only thing that Marco uh, Marco that you got your spotlight got fight of the night right, and you also got the Marais fight. Tony and I uh, did horribly last weekend, but let's go ahead and get into it, guys. Right, let's I start do not <laughs> you can demand as many recounts as you want, but that's not going to yep. happen. <laughs> All right, so Pammy, let's let's start with you because, uh, and let's start with the main event. Um, I thought it was a very impressive, uh, you know, performance by uh, uh, Morais. I mean, when I said, uh, you know, I was hoping for a Sun Sal to win, but. Marais came out there and, and really, you know, brought it to him and, and finished Marais in the first. So uh, what you got going on here, let's recap MMA Amp Radio Rewind. What? Yeah, submission win. Oh. Amp Radio Rewind. Oh, oh well, I thought it was great. I mean, because, of course, I'm not to gloat, but I did say a first-round KO. Did I not say? Um, yeah, TKO, KO. One yeah. is key. One is key. Anyways, I, I thought it was a great fight. And then, truthfully, I was wondering. I was like, man, I was just crossing my fingers. But, I mean, it was a great fight. Um, Moraes is just, I mean, he's amazing. And um, he, he's going after TJ. That's going to be that's gonna be an amazing fight, too. So, it was a good fight. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a little Not confusing right now. It's a little confusing right now because you know TJ seems to be you know wanting to fight again against Cejudo, and we've got That's people dumb. in his yeah, division. You know, yeah. right? I mean, Marais just showed out like he's he's he, uh, Sun Sal was the guy who who was on the streak. I said that 
last weekend. I was pulling for his son South so that he would get his shot. But Rice came in there, avenged that loss, Marco, and I mean, really just took it to him. Got that first round submission. I thought it was a very impressive win. And and, and, and Pam, I want to ask you this question because mm-hmm. I don't know if you watch this live. And Marco, I'm going to throw to you next, and I get you to comment on this as well. But I thought the ESPN coverage, you know, is kind of fixing some some of the ails that we had from the Fox uh, Sports production. I mean, yes, we're getting some. We're getting. Thank you, DJ Tony. Yes, we're getting some advertisements, as I hear from our, our American uh, counterparts on the on the uh, ESPN Plus. You're getting some advertisements, plus you're paying for it. Uh, but down here in Canada, I mean, we just it just showed as a, as a regular fight card. But let's go ahead and give it give us your thoughts here, Pam. What do you think about the ESPN Plus coverage? Well, I think that you know there was too many commercials. First of all, here, I mean, I don't okay. know, but there was too many commercials. And I think I they're still working out some of the glitches because I, I was watching it and I told Paul, I said, is it me? I said, or is this TV or is the picture kind of fuzzy? And there was a couple of times where it cut out and it had to reload and start streaming again. So I think there are just some glitches they're working out. But I want to hear what's going on in the corner. I, don't cut to a commercial. I don't give a crap about tampons right now. I want to know what's going on in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you know what I mean? Because they, they would I cut do. to, as soon, as soon as it was like, like you know, the, the clapping of the, or the ringing of the bell, straight to commercial. I, I want to see what's going on in the corner like Fox used to do when, you know, they had somebody, you know, talking in the corner and then they'd switch corners. I like seeing that stuff. I like seeing the people in the audience. You know, I want to see all that stuff. I don't want to see 8,000 commercials. I mean, one can only pee so many times a night. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. But so I hope those are just little glitches that they're going to work out and, you know, chill it with the commercials. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I think that was, Marco, I, I'm going to throw to you next. I think that was the main complaint from, from mm-hmm. most of the American viewers because, of course, you guys are viewing this on ESPN+, Plus. Mm-hmm. whether you're viewing it on your phone, whether you're viewing it on your uh, on your smart TV. I don't, I don't know how you're, you're consuming this or your Apple TV, whatever. But I, I did hear that there were some com- uh, too many commercials and I did hear that, uh, you know, that was a kind of a complaint as well, uh, Pam, that, you know, we didn't, we didn't have Trevor mm-hmm. women again this time, Marco. Uh, we didn't have, you know, the corners at all, which we are used to seeing, you know, on pay-per-views and of course on the broadcast as well. Sometimes uh, Marco, what did you, what did you think here? And of course, Asanto's Asanto's win, or sorry, his loss uh, against Morais. Okay. Well, with the service, I didn't have any issues, man. I, I watched it on my Apple TV. I got a Spectrum as, as my internet provider, so and my, my internet was smooth. Like, like I got like 150 megabytes per second download, so and like 50 yes, I have Spectrum also. Well, I was flawless. My service, and especially the Apple TV, was flawless. So I got no complaints when it came to the stream. Uh, yeah, the commercials annoyed me a little bit, but I did like the pacing. It moved quick. I mean, yeah. it was it was on by yeah. nine nine thirty on my time. It was down here. I I love that. Uh, it, yeah. it, 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 I I like the the post show with uh, John Gooden, Gooden and uh, and Dan Hardy. That was different. I like it. Uh, oh. the the commentary of. Uh, the introduction of, of main commentary of Michael Bisping, he worked really well with Brandon Fixero. Bisping did yeah. a really good job. 
So there's a lot of positives in this. I like the pacing. It was an exciting car, you know. There was a lot of finishes. So yeah, that is a good. Yeah. When it comes to to the, the bad, yeah, the commercials. If I am paying you for for a streaming service, don't flip, don't feed me commercials. I don't need to freaking watch freaking right? commercials. Of, yeah, but whatever, you know. Uh, I guess they're doing something right because Disney announced that the ESPN app already got two million subscribers. So yeah, remember it, it's not just USC. They they show a lot of. Uh, MLS and college football and college basketball. So there is a lot of interest on that, not just for the USC, but uh, for other sports as well. But uh, yeah, when, go ahead. When it, when it goes to the Marlon Moraes uh, win, oh, one word, you know, well, two words, title shot. Because that's what we need, man. The guy is the undisputed number one contender in the Bantamweight division. He has look outstanding since his introduction to the UFC. He got that split decision loss to Austin Sal, and he avenged that in spades. He knocked down the guy and then choked him out with a mounted guillotine. Uh, the, the, that is the fact to make. Forget about that Seguro rematch that can do, do it later in the year, you know. Give Seguro Benavides and give Dilla show Marlon Moraes and uh, let the chief fall where they may, but Marlon Moraes is looking outstanding I was a critic of this guy. Now I am a believer. Yeah, man. I I, I thought that this was, you know, a a really good win for Marais. And just for time's sake, I'm going to move on and get Tony to start with the Aldo fight. But I thought this was a great win for Marais. And I think you're right, DJ or uh, Marco, that, you know, Marais needs to go ahead and get that title shot. And I hope that, uh, you know, TJ Dillashaw doesn't, uh, drag his feet too much and Tony you can comment real quick of course because uh, you know I want you to comment on this fight but I really want you to get into the Aldo uh, Macano fight go ahead DJ Tony what you got are you on mute again brother no I'm testing you guys to see if you guys were t- paying attention oh, yeah. uh, here's test, the thing test, guys. can someone please have uh, can someone please drop Marlon Marais balls so his voice gets a little deeper. Good. <laughs> oh, I know, right? That, that, that freaking Mickey Mouse voice is got, driving me insane. Listen, excellent fighter. I would like to see him tested in the U.S. Oh, who cares? That's not going to work anyway. So who, who gives a crap? But listen, I got to stop writing off J- Jose Aldo. I keep writing him yeah. off, and yeah. this guy still has more fights. You know, and he's smarter than we think, too. I mean, listen, I, I know we always complain about Bellator's five-round fights, uh, rather three-round main, yeah. main events if they're not title fights. But, you know, I was listening to uh, – it was Chael and, and uh, Gilbert uh, – oh, my gosh, my, my boy, Gilbert. 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 Gil Melendez. And you know what? They're right, guys. 15 to 25-minute mark. For a non-title fight, that's just random. That's just because one of the old fights, right, that had to do with Shamrock and and uh, and uh, Henzo. But um, here, here's the thing, guys. I don't know what Jose Aldo has to prove. I know he's still fairly young, at least according to his American birth certificate, allegedly. Uh, but boom. I, listen, the guy's a great fighter, man. Probably the best, certainly, featherweight that I've ever seen at least in my lifetime. Um, I, I wish maybe one more. I, I Hang it up now. I don't think he needs to go to 30 fights, but he's not going to get the belt. He's not going to get a title shot. 
maybe fight once a year, but I'd like uh, Jose Aldo to hang him up. He, he's he's one of the greatest of all time. Enough is enough. He's fantastic. You know what? I disagree with you a little bit because Jose Aldo right now is the best featherweight, not Neymar Chalway. You know, and uh, yeah, he lost to Conor McGregor, and it's a legit loss. You know, he lost, he got knocked the fuck out. Uh, so, but he doesn't lose to anybody else. He beat Frankie. He beat Chad. Renato Moicano was the next coming of Jesus. I was freaking, I put all my chips on Moicano. I him made me look stupid. Jose uh, Aldo is still a great fighter. And uh, right. if he wants to retire in one fight or in three fights, that is up to him. But there's a lot of good money fights out there for him. The guy is still got elite finishing instincts. He's still a really good striker. And like I said, he does not lose to anybody else but they Max Holloway or Conor McGregor. So why do you want to push the guy away from the sport? Let him be the, the judge of that. The guy's still good. Well, I mean, look what he did to James Vick. And look what he did to Moicano. And those yeah. are very, 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 very fucking good fighters. Uh, Brian Ortega is a fighter I want to say. Jose Aldo Brian Ortega would be fantastic. And if, if, if Max Holloway is moving to 155, may that fight for the title. How about that? Tony? Here, here's the thing, Marco. Listen, just as someone who was an amateur fighter and amateur maybe giving me too much credit um, as, a, as a kickboxer, listen, I don't know what's happened to, to, to Jose Aldo's Muay Thai, but he's not the same fighter, you guys. Watch him. He's not kicking. He's leaving his chin open. He's getting a little careless, and that's what got him in trouble with uh, – I mean, the 13 seconds that he fought McGregor. Yeah. So maybe he still has it, but maybe go – listen, the same thing could be said about Spider Silva, right? I mean, everyone has said it, so I'm not yeah. the only person. I'm regurgitating here. But Spider Silva still fights like Spider Silva, uh, that a 30-year-old Spider Silva or a 33-year-old Spider Silva. He's no longer that. I still think I could do some things, guys. And you know what? Put me in front of the bag, and I can't. I can't kick as high as I, I, I used to. I can't hit, hit as hard as I used to. I think I still have fast hands, but I don't. That's the reality. So I understand that he looked good for that one fight. I probably think if they fight again ten times, Hanato Moicano probably wins seven out of the ten, if not eight out of the ten. But Jose Aldo either I think you have to sour great. Watch out. I hate to disagree with you, Tony, because, I mean, the theme of this week was all, all the school, all guard, the old guard looked good. Thiago Alves got, you know, a, a decision. I, I saw he lost, but he won. Demian Maya, even though he lost to the three best welterweights in the world, the champion, the, 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 yeah, the freaking number one contender, Cody Covington, and the number one contender, too, Camaro Usman, everybody else gets choked out. Demian Maya, you know, rewind the tape and became the, the human backpack again and choke a uh, homeboy out. Uh, and, uh, Jose Aldo is only 32 years old, man. It's not like he's getting old. The kind of speed is still there. But nobody's ever going to fight the same when they get older. I mean, the guy's been doing it since, since he was 19, dude. I'm not saying that Jose Aldo is like the uh, at his prime greatest, but he's still an elite fighter, dude. And, and what he did to James Big and Moicano, it's nothing to yep. sniff at. Yep. 
and two fighters that are, are kind of built the same way, you know, very tall for the division and, and, and kind of long arms, long legs. So, yeah, uh, you know, maybe Jose Aldo uh, is nearing the end of his career, but I, I think you're right, guys. I don't know. And, and I wanted to <clears> – last week I wanted to write him off. I did. I wanted to say that Jose Aldo, you know, his brain was affected by uh, losing to McGregor in the way that he did and, of course, the UFC allowing McGregor to do the things that he did do to Jose Aldo that I thought were egregious. Um, and we've talked about that previously on the show. I thought good win for Jose Aldo against, you know, as you said, Marco, you know, the second coming uh, 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 in that division. And, uh, you know, who knows what Jose has, has left in him, but I, I, I still do think that he, if he can continue to show us this kind of uh, flair, but of course, again, this was down there in the, in Brazil, guys. So, you know, those non-onnit supplements uh, may have been uh, encouraged. But I wanted to quickly touch on Pammy, and me and you will talk about okay. this because those two guys talked about that particular fight for a, a long period of time. And Marco brought it up, Damian Maya being the backpack against a very, uh, in my opinion, dangerous fighter. And, of course, um, we, we, we kind of, I think we kind of saw the holes in Lyman Good's game here. And, of course, if you if you mm-hmm. listen to anybody who talks about Lyman Good, he hasn't fought anybody. I mean, he's 24-0 and one with, no contest, with one no contest against going up against, the, as we've, we've said, Jan Sport. Uh, the the human backpack, Damian Maya, and he 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 showed that he is a human pack backpack in this fight. And my I was watching Pammy. I was watching this fight with a my casual friend, my casual MMA uh, fan friend, uh, Stephen Savory. Go check him out at Savory Goldsmithing. Uh, and and he was like, how did he finish that from from you know standing? Mm-hmm. But you know that does happen when you're up against the fence and you get Lyman Good up against the fence and you get that that rear naked choking, you can finish it from there. And, and what are your thoughts here, Pammy? Maya looking good again at 41 years old. Yeah, um, he was looking good again. He was looking like the, the old, uh, the old Maya, the old Maya of old, the, the old being in Maya. But, you know, talking about going up for a title shot, I, I don't think no. anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, I think those title shot days are behind him, but it was nice to see him. After what was he coming off a three loss streak, right? Yeah, a three loss streak. Uh, it was at yep. Woodley, Covington, and, and uh, Kamaru Usman. So it was yep. good to see him get the win. He would look. He looked like the, the Damien of old, but uh, title shot Damien. I don't believe so. Yeah, I think he's still. As we mentioned, I think he's going to be the gatekeeper for this division for a bit. Um, he's got, I think, one more fight left on his contract, and he's going to decide what he wants to do with his life. I think he's still very dangerous, as you showed, you know, against uh, an up-and-comer in, in Lyman Good. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I mean, you can you can say all you want against uh, against Lyman Good, but I, I do believe that he is a talented fighter as well. Okay, guys, I, I, I need to get us out of here because we are coming up on the hour mark. Uh, Pammy, let's start with you. If you've got a Twitter follow of the week, I would love for you to tell us. Hey, and by the way, just hashtag Pam and Sam show. Uh, Sam's new photos are uh, kind of sultry. Oh, don't you like them? That's what I said. Kind of sultry. Yeah, they're good. I like them. You nasty. Hey, what am I going to say? My my Twitter follow is going to be... Uh, Groovy Lando, follow Lando Bonetta at Groovy Lando. 
Right on, right on. Okay, DJ Tony, uh, let's throw to you if we can while we get the uh, exit music playing. I don't know if we, we have that ready. It's on, Proteus. It's on. I hear you know it. What? I'm going to give it to Spider Silva. I, there's something oh, yeah. about Anderson Silva. I was hoping guys, to hear the we, music again. Yeah, but you know what? I, I think Anderson Silva guys, and I forgot who said it, Marco. You might be able to, to correct me, but all the guys that we, all the people that we follow, even Ronda Rousey, Misha Tate, you name it, they're kind of all falling by the wayside, right? And and, mm-hmm. and we're certainly seeing new blood. So let's shout out to some of the old blood. At Fire Blood. That's right. At the non-on-it supplement. At Fighter Anderson. Anderson Silva. Follow him. All right, guys. Uh, and, and again, I, I, I know that we don't like to see these guys that we're friends, like, like that we've been we feel like we're friends with that we feel like we've gotten a no lose but it does happen in this sport it happens in every sport you know that's why michael jordan isn't playing in the nba anymore because he can't keep up that's why kobe isn't playing in the nba anymore he can't keep up they just don't get knocked out uh in those other sports um listen guys proteus's shower pick for the this week uh as you know last week was blood by uh pearl jam off of versus Today, we're going to go back uh, into the old school again. We're going to go with No Association by Silverchair. Uh, again, this, this list is, is to wake you up in the morning and get you pumped up to get to go. Damn uh, good song. You know, No Association is pretty good. And uh, check it out on my... Sorry? <laughs> what if you don't want to get up? Well, then don't listen to this playlist. I'll, I'll start an, you know what, Pam? I'll start another list just for you for people who don't want to get up because I got lots of songs Excuse like that. Excuse me, bitch! Honorable, honorable mention was going to be this week uh, uh, an Allison Chain song. Um, but I, I thought Allison. maybe that was a little too depressing for this list, so I didn't put it on. Uh, so No Association by Silverchair. This, this, you know, one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, I think they're just fantastic. And, and this song especially is going to get the adrenaline flowing in the morning. Of course, guys, go over to my uh, YouTube. Check it out. It's on a playlist called Proteus's Shower Pick. Of course, as heard on Amp Radio. Um, go check it out. Now let's go ahead and throw it to Marco to finish this damn show off. And maybe we'll get another Bobby Knuckles. <laughs> you know you will. So, uh, <laughs> my dirty pleasure this week has been binge watching uh, Avengers Infinity Wars, I'm Man and the Wash, Solo Star Wars Story, and Incredibles 2, all on Netflix right now. So, if yeah, you yeah. see those movies that are great, by the way, get on Netflix, I binge watching all this week, and I enjoy myself mightily. Uh, hey, one, real quick, Marco, the end of Ant Man. Right? The end of Ant Man yeah. and Wasp. What, that was pretty cool, too, right? So let's go ahead and yeah. throw to that. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it later. Uh, so, follow Tony and Dia Tony. Follow Para Pandora Boss. Follow Priya Produce. Follow me at Maldo Marco. Follow the show at another MMA cast. Read and review as Knucklehead. You know, give us a comment. I thought we're on Google Play, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio. Bison Melbourne, Australia this weekend, pay-per-view, early release on five times, then go to ESPN for the prelims, 
and the pay-per-view, of course, you know, and your service provider. If you got DirecTV, suck it, because that, that contract with DirecTV. Oh, that's right, huh? That contract yeah. with DirecTV is a, is a, what should I call it? Is, is it being negotiated again? In limbo? You got to go to USC, USC.TV or USC Fivepass to get the pay-per-view on the way. With that lead, you guys, catch you guys next week. Bobby Knuckles! <laughs> And just like pe- that, Pammy. Oh, what are you? Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> 23 Bobby Knuckles. Bobby Knuckles! <laughs> 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 <laughs>